You're listening to episode 20 of the Kin Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Wow, 20 episodes. That feels like a milestone. So today, to celebrate episode number 20 of the Kin Podcast, I'm going to bring back something that's been kind of a hit for me in the past. Something I created a few years ago that when I created it, thousands of people, I'm talking thousands of people signed up to find out more about this topic. So I'm really excited to share it with you. And I've been continuously making a little better every year whenever I revisit it. And it's on mindfulness. Now, when I first created this series, it was more geared toward makers because I was in a creative entrepreneurial kind of vibe mindset back then. And as you know, now I have two children. So I'm living this mindfulness thing through a different lens. So today we're going to talk about, you know, for those who don't know, what is mindfulness? Why does it matter? to anyone? Why should it matter to you? And what does it mean in your daily life? How can it help you in your daily life? Now, today is going to be kind of an intro, okay? I mean, I could talk about mindfulness for a really long time, and we don't have forever. So what we're going to do is the following. I'll cover as much as I can in this episode. And then if you want more information, you can sign up to receive a free mindfulness email series from me that goes into more detail. But this episode, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff on mindfulness. And honestly, really kind of daily stuff. I don't want to get into the theory. I don't want to get into like high level woo woo stuff. I want to talk about seriously, what is mindfulness and how can it help you? What does it mean when you're going through your morning routine and you're rushed and you're stressed and you're hating life a little bit? How can mindfulness help you in that moment? Breathe a little easier. So today we're going to talk about that and I'm really excited to dive in. So what do you say? Let's do this. You're listening to The Kin Show, where we explore the intricacies of the human heart, faith, relationships, spirituality, parenthood, and more. Celebrating our journeys as seekers. We believe in love, in giving more of it to every person we interact with and to ourselves. We believe in living with intention for our children, for our communities, and most importantly, for ourselves. We believe we are all one family, one kin. Kindred spirits loved unconditionally by God. And we believe it's more important to actually know God than to just know about God. Seeker, writer, photographer, your host Marcella Chamorro shares perhaps way too many personal stories and asks you the right questions to help you uncover what's best for your life. This is not our practice life, so let's make the most of it. Are you ready to hear inspiring interviews and coffee table chats with Marcella? Grab a cup of coffee and prepare to transform your definition of your dream life. Here's your host, boy band lover and master of deep conversations, Marcella Chamorro. All right, so today we're talking about mindfulness. And you know, I think that mindfulness a few years ago was kind of a new term for a lot of people, and now it's everywhere. You know, just a Headspace app, a Calm app on iPhone and Android, it's everywhere. So many people are meditating. So many people have heard about mindfulness, and I think it's a great thing. I think it's a wonderful thing. But I think sometimes people have like an ugh toward mindfulness. They're like, oh, there you go again. Like roll your eyes kind of thing. Like, you know, that's one of my favorite emojis, the roll your eye emoji. And, you know, I don't think it has to be that way because I think that what happens is people don't really understand what mindfulness truly is and how it can 
really help you in a very practical way. Like I'm not talking woo-woo kind of stuff. Mindfulness can be really, really helpful in everyday life in a very like small effort kind of way. And I'm not trying to say that it's easy because it's not. But at the same time, if you take it little moment by moment, it kind of can be. It, 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 logically speaking, it can be. So let me explain to you, first of all, what I think mindfulness really is and how it's so simple when you really think about it. So, you know, this morning I have been here at my house chilling with my kids, serving breakfast, having breakfast myself, exercised, showered, went to go drop off my youngest son at my mom's house for a little while so I could record this in peace and you don't have a crying baby in the background. Maybe some chirping birds, but no crying Nicolas today. You're welcome. And that's kind of all I've been doing. But really, my mind has been in so many other places at the same time while my body is here in my house or here in my car or here at my mom's house or wherever I am physically, my mind can be somewhere else. So this morning... My mind has been on that Queen concert that I want to go to in Miami for my birthday. Is JJ going to take me? I don't know. If you know JJ personally, send him a message. Be like, hey, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> my mind has been on the trip that I'm going on this summer and how Nicolas is not going with me. That hasn't happened yet, but my mind is there. I'm imagining myself on that trip. My mind is on an event that I had a few days ago where I said something I probably shouldn't have. And I'm feeling a little squeamish about it. You know, like that cringe face. That's also like my favorite emoji, the laughing one, the cringe one and the rolling my eyes. Like that's it. If I could live off those three emojis, that's it. That's all I would use. But if you notice all of those things that I mentioned are negative places that my mind went to, they didn't go to happy moments. I wasn't like, you know, Working out today, thinking about that joyful dinner I had the other day. I was thinking about, I'm worried about X, Y, and Z, or I'm anticipating such and such a problem because that's what our mind does. It tends to go to the negative stuff, usually a negative memory or a negative imaginary future moment, which is like bad news bears, right? Nobody wants that. You don't want to be walking around your house thinking about doomsday scenarios and how you messed up yesterday or 10 years ago. Because it's not necessarily confined to the recent past. You can think about things you messed up 30 years ago. You know, this is, that's the power of the mind. And that's why mindfulness is so awesome. Because the whole point of mindfulness, all it really is, is stop doing that. Stop time traveling to the past or to the future and just be where you are. And it sounds so simple when you really think about it. Why would my mind go somewhere else if I'm sitting here right now where I am doing what I am currently doing? And of course, you can argue that we all have to plan for the future, right? You know, you have to learn from your past and plan for your future. But there's a difference between planning for the future and futurizing, which is like, you know, worrying having anxiety about what could happen. You plan in a productive way. You futurize in a very negative way. See the difference? So go ahead and plan. Don't do the other thing. And it doesn't seem like it, but this really affects not just me, but my entire family. So I'm sitting at dinner with my family having, you know, sharing a meal. 
And instead of being with them and talking to them, my mind is somewhere else or, you know, even worse, maybe I'm chatting on my phone, right? But my mind is thinking about something else. Or if you don't learn to eat your vegetables and I'm thinking about the future of what's going to happen and how unhealthy and what are all the problems that can happen if this kid doesn't eat his vegetables. And that means, you know, it sounds silly, but we all do it. Especially I feel as mom, as a parent, it's really hard to stay in the moment with our kids. But if you really think about it, kids do nothing but stay in the moment. As they get older, they lose it, right? But if you ask my two-year-old, Nicolás, he operates within like a two-minute window, you know? He might remember the cookie that I showed him two minutes ago and he still wants it. But you think back 10 minutes and psh, that's, it's done. doesn't mean he won't remember like big picture things. His memory is just fine. But he operates, his mind operates in a very short window because he just stays in the moment. He's not, you know, sitting outside on the terrace thinking, why is it raining? I want to play. Remember the other day when it was sunny and I want to play? No, he's just thinking, it's raining. I'll go inside and play inside then. Or I'll run outside and get wet. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's, he's more focused on where he actually is. My son, Juan Jose, who's going to be five soon, I think he's, he's still in the present moment, but he's gaining the ability to start being somewhere else mentally while his body is in a certain place. So he's thinking more about the trip that we're going on together as a family. He keeps bringing it up, bringing it up, and he's going there mentally in the future. And he'll think back to things that have happened in the past. He, I mean, it's so cute. He refers to them as like, when I was three years old and I went and I was like, no, that was like two weeks ago. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's starting to gain that ability and it's, you know, teaching him to stay in the present moment starts now. And the way that you do that is by being present yourself. The more I put my phone down and the more I put my worries aside and just focus on, you know, the foam mat that I'm sitting on when I'm on their playroom floor, the toy that's in front of me, what they're asking of me in the moment engaging a hundred percent with what is actually happening to me in the moment teaches them to do the same right because kids learn by example but it's not easy right you might be thinking like first of all Marcela I don't even realize when I'm doing this so it just happens and second of all if I do realize it how do I stop like how how and okay I'm going to give you the shortcut that I use that is extremely easy and something you have available to you at all times since the moment you were born and until the day you die. Because you were born this way, you have five senses. You can see, you can smell, you can taste, you can touch and feel, and you can hear. And those are the shortcuts that I use to stay in the present moment. So... When I'm playing on the playroom floor with my kids or when I'm in the dining room with them and my mind starts to wander, the easiest one for me is I focus on what I can hear. If I notice that I'm somewhere off, you know, I saw a photo of my trip to Jordan and I'm on a camel and I start thinking about, you remember that girl that I, that took me there and I don't really talk to her anymore. And do you remember that this happened? And do you remember that that was, and I start thinking about all these things about that trip or sometimes, you know, I'll smell something. There's a blue chapstick the blue chapstick that the smell immediately takes me back like in a second to Vail, Colorado one of my family trips when I was younger 
immediately. And, you know, there's cologne. If I smell somebody's cologne, it reminds me of a person and stuff like that, right? So sometimes when I realize that I'm off somewhere else, I'll take it back to what I can hear. That's the easiest one for me. And I'll just close my eyes. Sometimes you don't have to. Like if you're sitting on the playroom floor and you don't want to take your eyes off the baby, like just don't, don't close your eyes. You don't want to be standing in the line at the bank and close your eyes. It's awkward. Don't be awkward. <laughs> but, you know, it helps me sometimes to close my eyes. But the point is just tune in to what you can hear. First, you might hear the fan overhead. Then you might hear the birds chirping outside. Then you might hear garbage truck driving by. And then onward and onward, you start hearing things that are further and further away that you weren't even paying attention to because your mind is somewhere else and it's occupied. And I'm feeling like the sand in Jordan, right? When I'm on the camel and blah, 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 and the heat. But there's this whole environment around me that I've not been mentally checked into. I've been checked out. So when you check back in, you suddenly become aware of all of the things that are around you. And like I said, for me, I use hearing to check back in and just take a moment to hear and to tell you the truth. So, you know, if you go to the, to today's episode show notes, you'll be able to sign up for this email series, right? Mindfulness for moms. But it's honestly really helpful to anybody if you're not a mom, if you're a dad, if you're, you know, one day want to have kids, if you never want to have kids, you can still sign up for this and it'll, it'll be useful for you. So if you sign up for Mindfulness for Moms, then you'll see that, you know, it's a series of emails that you'll get over a few days, right? And they're pretty long. <laughs> Some of them are longer than others, but they have like, you know, funny images and, and jokes in there. So don't worry about it. It's, you know, it's, it's still me. But when I wrote it a couple of years ago, and like I said, I've improved it since then, but when I wrote it a few years ago, you know, it was a ton of stuff to write. I wanted to knock it out in like two days and it was a lot of hard work to concentrate on it. And I remember specifically using this exercise of hearing, my sense of hearing to be able to focus and kind of stay in the moment. So I set a timer for 10 minutes and I would write for 10 minutes. And when the timer ran out and sounded beep, 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 I would set another timer for one minute and I would just sit in my chair and listen to everything. I would just clear my mind and listen to the fan, to the birds, to the cars driving by, to whoever's talking outside through the window to all the things that were happening outside. And then, you know, one minute would pass, the thing would beep, and I would go back for another 10 minutes of working. And I did that for hours, and I knocked it out of the park. Like, I wrote this thing so fast, and, you know, proud of the quality. And I was just like, that was amazing. Because I took the time to kind of reset my mind and be mindful and not get, you know, it was like avoiding burnout. You know, I was zero stressed. I was in it for 10 minutes and then I would take a minute to kind of reset and kind of like a, like a bath for my mind almost for one minute and then go back for another working 10 minutes and then another one minute bath for my mind. And all I had to do, all I did was listen to what was already happening outside. So cool. And I know what you might be thinking that, you know, a lot of the times when we get wrapped up in our heads. We get wrapped up in, in our thoughts. It's because we have a problem. 
and problems need to be solved. You know, we can't just ignore them. And I know you're thinking like, Marcela, that sounds all good, too good to be true, but what do I do when things are actually like hitting the fan? And, you know, this, this brings me back to Bruce Lee, okay? Bruce Lee was famous for fighting off like one person, 10 people, 20 people at a time. And he's famous for saying that like for him, it was this, you know, one person versus 10 people was almost the same thing because he saw it just one person at a time. One person would come up at him, one person would take him down. One person would come up at him, one person would take him down. And he would just take things moment by moment. Two people come up at the same time, he takes them both down. He wasn't kind of like overwhelmed by how am I going to take those 10 dudes down? He just focused moment by moment, kick by kick, punch by punch, move by move or whatever it was. He just took it one step at a time, which is something that we never do, right? We're always thinking about like how overwhelming something might be or how we're never going to be able to fix this or whatever. And the truth is that like that doesn't, it's not productive at all, like at all. And there's this quote that I love by Mark Twain. And he says, I've had thousands of problems in my life, most of which never actually happened. Like, ain't that the truth? You know, we're always worried about something that a lot of the times doesn't even happen or happens in a different way. So a lot of the times worry, you know, worry is useless. Be productive and plan but worrying is useless, right? So a lot of the times I think that we should just be like water. If you look at a river, right? Water flowing down a river with rocks over here and rocks over there and a boulder down there, the water just flows around them. The water doesn't decide like what it wants to do or what's better and what's worse. It just flows. If there's a rock in the way, it flows the other way. If there's a boulder this way, it flows that way. If it branches off, there's river goes this way, a little river goes, a little creek goes the other way. Water just flows the way it's got to go, you know? And we are zero like water. We are not like the river. We're like, we want to call the shots. I want to decide what I want to do, you know? Whereas water is just like, just flow, bro. Just go with it. You know, there's a quote that I've shared various times here on the podcast, but I'm going to share it again because it's worth it. And it's by David Kane of raptitude.com. And what he says is, the thinking mind is like a perpetually running chainsaw that thinks that everything is a tree. It will use any excuse to rev up and start shredding something. Its purpose is to solve problems. So it wants everything to be a problem. It makes a lot of sense, you know? Now our minds are constantly looking for problems to solve, even where no problems exist. You know, take a moment to ask yourself, what problems are occupying your mind right now? You know, which of those don't exist in the present moment in what you see, feel, touch, hear, and taste right now? Almost nothing, I bet. What you're carrying around are problems from some other place, some other time. Some are real, but many are imagined. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, I have everyday stuff that annoys me. Everyone annoys me, you might be thinking. And yes, it's a problem when my toddler drops his plate of food on the floor. Even more of a problem if he did it on purpose. But <laughs> it's a problem when my older son won't get ready for school fast enough. It's a problem when I don't want them to get wet and it's rainy out and I don't have a carport. So we're going to get wet getting in the car. It's a problem when a car cuts me off. It's a problem when I get a mean text from a friend. 
or a not so friend. <laughs> it's a problem. I have lots of problems. I have tons of problems. But I can either choose to make them into big problems or let them be small and just kind of brush them off and roll with it like water and just flow. So practically speaking, what does that look like? When a car cuts me off, just shrug it off. You know, you're going to get home or wherever you want to go. I'll get there eventually. I might be three nanoseconds late and that person might be wrong for doing what they did, but is it worth giving them my peace of mind? No, it's really not. I value myself way more, way more. Let them be wrong. I'll just take a deep breath and put on a good song and roll with it. My toddler throws his plate of food on the floor. I'm not happy about it. I can tell you that much. I'm not happy about it, but I have two choices. I can get furious, either, you know, outwardly or inwardly, whatever. Like, I don't have to scream at the kid to be furious. I can be furious inside. Or I can just roll with it, take a deep breath, and cool off and pick up the plate of food. You know, I'll definitely explain to him that we don't do that and, you know, give all the explanations that are necessary to avoid that in the future. But I'm just going to, you know, the anger and the frustration and the annoyance that happened inside, that's optional. Dealing with the situation is not optional. But all that inward stuff is optional. I'd rather just not do that. Let me just pick it up and shh, drop it outside. And instead, just roll with it. I'm going to try to avoid this in the future. I'm going to deal with it. But I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to get frustrated. I'm not going to carry that over for the next interaction I have with somebody else because you know what if I do the next interaction is going to be worse and worse and worse and worse and things my day is just going to be terrible so I might as well just roll with it flow like water dirt off my shoulder deal with it and move on I'm a clean slate for the next moment because you have two options you can keep living the way that you're living getting frustrated and this doesn't mean you have to be like angry to other people you might be you could be like outwardly angry, but you could just be inwardly angry and worried and frustrated and annoyed and anxious, right? Rejecting what's actually happening because all of those emotions are just a rejection of reality. And how ridiculous does it sound to reject reality? Because reality is, guess what? It's reality. And it's happening whether you like it or not. But you know, that's option number one. Keep doing that whole angry thing, that whole worried thing, that whole anxious thing forever. Or you have another option available to you, and that's to stop rejecting reality and the present moment and just flow with it. Bruce Lee situations one by one, one opponent at a time without carrying over the overwhelm and the stress and the anger. You just roll with it forever as well because when you look at yourself you know 10 years down the line do you want to still be always angry and worried or anxious or do you want to be more chill which one do you want and this is a shortcut to that using your five senses to stay in the moment that's it that's what mindfulness is staying in the present moment paying attention to what is actually happening in front of you which one do you want and before I end the episode, I want to be clear that I'm not like some voodoo master who's like super perfect at mindfulness. Like, no, that's not the situation here. But through learning through mindfulness, through doing centering prayer and other things that I do, like journaling and my gratitude list that I've had running since 2013 and stuff like that, I've gotten much better at it. 
And my overall like vibe is so much more chill. Just like ask JJ or ask my dad, who's like the poster person for telling everyone that I used to be really intense. But you know what? I'm not really intense anymore. Like I'll stand up for myself and I'm clear about my boundaries, but I'm not mean, you know? I'm not angry. I'm not anxious. I'm not upset all the time. I'm chill. And I like being chill. Sometimes I call it vanilla. Like I'm so vanilla. But vanilla in a good way. I really like vanilla. That might sound boring to some people, but I really like vanilla. It's my favorite flavor. It feels good. So that's me. And mindfulness has helped me. So while I'm not mindful every day, and like I said, even this morning, I was going places with my mind. The level at which I've been you know, going places in my mind has decreased so much through trying to be more mindful over the past few years and learning about it. So while you're never going to be perfect, I'm never going to be perfect at it. It's worth the shot. It's worth trying. And I really hope that, you know, you'll go to kinpodcast.com, check out the show notes. And in there, there'll be a link to mindfulness for moms. Like I said, it's called mindfulness for moms, but anybody can sign up. It's a free email series, completely free. Just drop in your email and I will send you emails about mindfulness. It's a series, 100% free, like I said, where I'll go into more detail on the different aspects of mindfulness, things that have worked for me, things that I have figured out over time to hopefully help you learn more about it and be more mindful in your life and be more present for the people that you love and the people that you interact with on an everyday basis and hopefully gain some more peace of mind because like it feels awesome to have serenity not gonna lie and I want that for you so I hope you'll head to the show notes kinpodcast.com if you want to go directly kinpodcast.com slash 20 20th episode woot woot and there'll be a big link that says mindfulness for moms click it drop in your email there Okay, click through, drop in your email, and I will send you an email on mindfulness. It's going to be awesome. So thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you to my friend Mario for the beautiful music that we have on the show. His song Yellow is my faves. I sing it in the shower all the time. You can find him on Spotify. Mario Callejas. He's the best. And to his wife, Tate, for the voiceover. Isn't she amazing? So thank you for listening. I really hope that if you like this episode on mindfulness, our 20th episode, you will hop on over to iTunes and leave me a review. I would be so grateful. I'm really trying to get the show in front of more people. Just, you know, trying to help. This is my little, in Spanish you say, granito de arena. It's my little, tiny little piece of sand dropping on the beach. Hopefully, trying to help somebody. So thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week to a special episode on marriage. Next week is JJ's birthday, my husband JJ. So we're going to go all in on marriage. What? It's going to be awkward. No, I'm kidding. It's going to be great. So I hope you'll tune in. All right. This is your host, Marcela, signing out.